0: Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And
1: I'm your co-host, James Parker. On today's episode, we're going to talk about sources of retirement income. Gregory is going to run down a list on 10 different sources of income you can draw on in retirement have a complimentary download waiting for you on a similar topic. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 68. This is episode 68. So it's gregoryricks.com slash podcast 68.
0: Sources of retirement income. We've covered this a little while back, a little bit of update here, but start, you know, talking about your different sources. And for most people, they have access to social security benefits. There's, there's a few out there and, uh, could be impacted or not receive any because of the windfall elimination provision. But most Americans will receive monthly payments from Social Security Administration in retirement. So this is your government pension. Yeah, that's originally how it was set up. We just kind of know it as Social Security benefits. But the longer you wait to sign up between ages 62 and 70, the higher your benefit payments will be also keep in mind how social security looks at your benefits is full retirement age. So for most of you listening, it's somewhere between age your 66 birthday and age 67 out there and think about it this way. And, and it's a huge decision. It doesn't always mean both of you defer, Sometimes, when we've got the largest benefit, yeah, it defers, but the spouse with a lower benefit might should perhaps even turn on early. It also should be correlated to your retirement assets or other sources of income. Ultimately, you could take that haircut and turn it on at 62. And that's kind of because rubber meets the road. You're going to need that money at that time to make a go of it or at any other point, but one of the things to understand by age 80, whether you turn it on at 62, 64, 65, or full retirement age by age 80, and it doesn't matter which one of those, you're going to have received about the same amount of money. Now, how long are you going to live? Remember two questions I like to ask, when are you going to retire? And how long do you think you're going to live in retirement? So if you're retiring at 60 and you say, well, 30, okay, then you probably should wait at minimum to FRA or perhaps beyond if you can afford, because then you are going to draw more in benefits. So remember, it's a lot to think about. So it has to do with how your health is, which has to do with how long you're going to live. The other, Another retirement source of income is where I think 70% of the assets we look at are 401ks and IRAs. And for most of those, you're deferring taxes on retirement savings, it's being put away pre-tax or tax deductible. You're taking it out and it's going to be taxed as ordinary income. So some of this needs to be thought about in advance, especially when you're working towards that, what can be some tax efficiencies that I can create with that. Cause otherwise it's going to be taxes, ordinary in income and everybody look, I'm gonna ask you a question, raise your hand. If you think taxes are going to stay the same or go down now, nah, I didn't see anybody raise their hands out there. Okay. So, you know, there's a little bit of work to do there. Roth accounts, add tax diversity. You need to have some tax free income. And when we talk about multiple streams of income, multiple types of income subject to taxes you're going to have pre-tax money it's going to be tax ordinary income but how about offset that with creating some money so some of those 401ks iras maybe just maybe you should maybe have some roth conversions going on are you are you taking advantage of your margins out there in your tax bracket so roth accounts are very important to get into the mix that can probably happen through your 401k We've also talked about the mega backdoor Roth opportunity. Can you put uh, after tax uh, contributions into your 401k that you later could shift to Roth? Think about that. Look, we have less than half, probably less than a quarter percent of the population. It's becoming a small fraction of workers that will get this. And yeah, it's called pensions, private sector pensions. And then, you know, once again, don't. Expect that pension to be your sole thing along with Social Security because a lot of these companies just may not last. But it's cool to build around that if you have that and with a company that looks like it's going to be around a long time. Another source of income is Max Funding Strategy. And it uses part of the IRS code because, you know, life insurance, one of the neat things about life insurance It pays a tax-free death benefit. So how could you use that as an income tool that washes the taxes from the income? So essentially creates a tax-free income, something to consider upper income or people that have excess assets accumulated might want to take a look at the opportunities there. Here's something often overlooked is, uh, regarding health insurance. Health Savings Accounts, or you know, S8, I'm sorry, I bungled that, HSA Accounts, Health Savings Accounts, and that's where you can put some money away pre-tax and can use it to pay tax medical bills and stuff with pre-tax money. Great opportunities there to make use of funds like that if you have that opportunity available. Too. So typically, that's tied in with high deductible health and program health insurance programs, and those are becoming more prevalent. Regarding stocks and mutual funds, you know, uh, having an investment portfolio is going to create another source of income. But I, and I'm not speaking from a dividend standpoint. I, I like dividend paying stocks, but I also like those things to grow. I don't want something paying me a dividend but goes down in value. So what what good has that done me? I like stocks, but I would prefer to do that through exchange traded funds and also through the indices out there to give you diversification instead of trying to do stock selection. I think bonds should be one of the asset classes. Uh, Stocks and mutual funds through ETFs are part of the invest 50-50 philosophy. Bonds are as well. We like to hold some cash through savings accounts and CDs as well another thing i and i wouldn't count on this but one of the things you could you know to keep yourself busy is some part-time work side gig to make some extra money but i wouldn't plan retirement and have it subject to that happening and to expect oh yeah i, I can do this side gig to i'm age 90 you shouldn't go down that road as well if you got some rental properties is that something sustainable throughout your entire retirement or what's your plan for that when you do decide to retire from running rental properties also. And then some people have this neat thing called uh, royalties and mineral rights. I think it's super rare, but man, those, those are nice also. So that's kind of a rundown of sources of retirement income and kind of align those or think about which of those do you have that you can enhance and create tax efficiencies with to secure your financial future.
1: All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. It was just a quickie today, going down a list of sources of retirement income. want to remind you, you have a complimentary download waiting for you on a similar topic. Go to GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 68. GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 68. Yeah, if you're
0: needing help on something like investment planning, estate planning, you know, the guided planning system that we do is, uh, income planning. Just start with a 15-minute conversation. 504-832-9200. GregoryRicks.com.
1: A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with your qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Bond obligations are subject to the financial strength of the bond issuer and its ability to pay. Before investing, consult your financial advisor to understand the risk involved with purchasing bonds. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Gregory Ricks & Associates is not permitted to offer a no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates.